0: well hello there time again for the florida roundtable i am melissa fox and this week we're going to talk about the changes in florida for voting primary elections coming up aarp is coming in to tell us all about it heat stroke it's getting hotter and hotter we're going to have a guest come in and explain to us what we can do to prevent that and what happens if we do get heat stroke have a former police Reporter who decided to become an author, wrote a book called A Mystery at Beach Week. It's all the dirty secrets. We'll be checking that out as well. And ease into the school year. We've got the latest information on tech gear with Andrea Smith. You might recognize that name. So we'll do all that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Roundtable. If you're looking for past podcasts, look no further than the free iHeartRadio app. Just search Florida Roundtable. You're listening to the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network.
1: How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest
3: Back home, it saved his life. The support of his fellow veterans gave Miguel the connection and resources he needed to adjust to civilian life. Now, he's paying that forward at the Florida Veterans Support Line. Call one 844 my vet Confidential, 24-7. If you or someone you love needs help, call me. I've been there.
0: Welcome back to the Florida Roundtable. I'm Melissa Fox. With me now, a former crime-slash-police reporter. Stuff all over the books, you know, Boston Globe and, what's, uh, let's see, What else, else, else. Yeah, Washington Post. You know, all the wonderful publications. I guess decided to call it quits one day and write a book, fiction book. A book called All the Dirty Secrets, which I am intrigued about. Hey, um, welcome, Aggie Bloom Thompson. Or oh, is it Blum? It's-, it's Bloom, and thank you for having me. Oh, well, well heck, yeah. Anyone who uh, in mid-career uh, you know, just says, ah, I'm going to write a book instead, and then does so well, as you have. Now you're on. What, this is not your first go, right? This is uh, your second.
4: This is my second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my first one came out last June. So this is my second.
0: Right. She's already kicking butt and taking names. Again, we're talking yeah. with Aggie Bloom Thompson. Now, you used to be a crime reporter, a police reporter. Tell us uh, how that was.
4: So, I started off as a night cops reporter in a small southern city called Wilmington, Wilmington, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And that was a blast. I loved it. I uh, had my uh, police scanner, I memorized all the 10 codes, and I was out there, you know, showing up at crime scenes. And, um, Uh, interacting with law enforcement, and I I really enjoyed it. And then I worked in Virginia Beach for the Virginian pilot. I moved up to Boston, worked for the Globe, came to D.C., and then um, I was working at a paper called the Montgomery Gazette, which is sort of a local suburban paper, and that closed down, I think, 2014. And so now I write novels.
0: And you just made that transition so easily from the blotter to the big pages of a fictional book that is called All the Dirty Secrets. Now, this is, again, the second novel uh, from Aggie Bloom-Thompson. Now, this one, though, is the one that I picked up, looked at, and went, "Uh uh-oh, I'm identifying. (laughs) I'm related. (laughs) I feel (laughs) this. Is is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I love the theme so far, too, the graduation parties and how things don't always work out the way you want them to. What role money Privilege and all that um, does, you know, tell me what's going on here. What are the celebrity secrets? What's the money lead to? What are the consequences for, you know, being almost above the law in your own mind?
4: Well, the book is really about a an elite private school in D.C. called Washington Prep. And some people who graduated from there in the 90s, uh, a girl drowned at Beach Week back in the 90s. And now those students are adults with their own kids. And the book centers on one of those uh, people, Liza Gold, who still works at the school and is sort of ride or die. And her own daughter goes to the school when another girl drowns. Okay. And her daughter is convinced those two deaths, 25 years apart, are connected. And she sets out to, to find out how. And Liza is uncomfortable with this kind of you know, close examination of privilege of her friends, of the prep school she believes in so strongly. And I really wanted to take a look at, at people who are are have such a strong sense of entitlement that they don't think the rules apply to them that was really fascinating to me Mm -hmm. yeah Um, so that's what the book is about yeah Yeah. all the dirty
0: secrets asks us how far would we go to protect our family our status in the community and since i'm not at the end i'm not sure how far liza will go yeah
4: right and your your ride or die friends from high school right that crew that you think you know inside and out. Well, what if you don't know them inside and out? What if there are some secrets they've been keeping from you? Um, And then, of course, I've got Beach Week in there, which is this crazy D.C. tradition, which uh, I never knew about growing up in New York. We don't have this in New York. But when I moved down here, my husband's from D.C., and I heard about it, Um, you know, the graduating seniors head to the Delaware shore in the thousands, and their parents rent them houses and oftentimes buy them alcohol, and then they just rage for a week with no adult supervision, wow. I thought, what? <laughs> I said, "There's, got, I got to set a set of murder mystery there. That's yeah. a per- It's a perfect setting.
0: I love it, man. It really ties into everything, you know, the stuff, the themes of today, the 90s, the pop culture yeah. that's out there. Hey, uh, Aggie Bloom Thompson, the book is called All the Dirty Secrets. I'm sure we can get it in brick and mortar as well as on the Internet just by dropping in All the Dirty Secrets book. And then Aggie Bloom Thompson. Again, the book is called All the Dirty Secrets, A Mystery at Beach Week. Any of you Virginia, D.C. fans, you know the skinny. Aggie Bloom Thompson, thank you so much for enlightening us and for sharing it.
4: Yes, and please come say hi to me. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook or my website, AggieBloomThompson.com. I love to hear from readers, so come say hi. You got it. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you.
2: Call US Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652.
3: Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award-winning actor, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision. Especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archibello, who seems to have only one speed high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. <laughs> so, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age, it's because I'm living my life. Oh, oh Archibello!
5: Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene
3: wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Gibella for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit brainhealth.gov. Find out how you can make the
5: most of your brain as you age at brainhealth.gov.
1: When you're high, you feel different. But if you feel different, you drive different. So don't drive high. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
0: It's the Florida Roundtable, and if you've been paying attention, and even if you haven't been, elections can be confusing, change can be confusing. The voting process is often confusing. Yes, it is. And with that in mind, we've got our own AARP Florida State Director, Jeff Johnson,
6: with us. Hey, Jeff, how we doing? Doing great. How about you? Thanks so much for the
0: opportunity, Melissa. Hey, I'm doing fine, and, uh, you know, uh, everything good since last we talked?
6: Uh, You know, the summer keeps rolling rolling along, and we're turning around, getting ready for elections now.
0: Yes, we are. And with that in mind, now, I know my protocols as a radio person have changed and the news person. But what has happened uh, and changed this year in terms of the voting process?
6: So we know that voters 50 and over are going to make up 60 percent or so of the electorate. Happens every time here in Florida. And one of the things that we want to make sure folks know is that over the last couple of years there have been changes to voting laws. They're not super dramatic, but if you're used to voting a certain way, it's possible that things have changed. And so we're just trying to give people a heads up to pay close attention because the primary is coming up very soon, August 23rd, so less than a month away.
0: Indeed. Now, earlier this week, the deadline for registering to vote or changing our party or making any changes, uh, that, that passed now. But we still have many different ways that our people in this state can vote. Would you like to lay that out for us, Jeff?
6: Yeah, absolutely. And certainly if you are somebody who has been registered to vote here in the past, You hopefully will have received from your supervisor of elections any update to your voter registration card. Because it's a redistricting year, a lot of legislative districts have changed. And so you might be voting in different districts and your supervisor may even have changed the polling place if you plan on voting on election day. But the thing to focus on right now is a lot of Floridians have opted to vote by mail over the last couple of years. And you need to be attentive to the fact that requesting a vote by mail ballot has a deadline of August 13th. So don't wait until right before Election Day to decide what you're going to do. If you want to vote by mail, make sure you contact your local supervisor of elections to request that ballot right now. In fact, they're already in the mail for people who have requested those.
0: So, we're discussing the deadlines now, but how does the voting by mail process actually work? We're talking with Jeff Johnson from Florida's uh, double ARP, I like to say, but I think we we say it AARP. Eh. Anyway, tell us how. We'll take it. Okay,
6: all right, fair. Any way you want to call us, we will take it. So, the the key is so, once you request a vote by mail ballot, the supervisor of elections will send you one in the mail, they may need information from you like uh, a valid form of, you know, like a driver's license or a social security number, just the last four digits. We don't want anybody losing you know, their uh, identity, their social security number or identity theft on this, but they will need to get information from you just to verify that you are who you say you are. So then they'll send it in the mail to you. And at that point, you've got the time to fill it out. Make sure you sign it. There's a a specific signature line on the ballot and on the envelope and get it back in the mail earlier rather than later. In fact, one thing I want to flag because there are a lot of people who get these vote by mail ballots and then rather than put a stamp on it and trust it to the U.S. Postal Service, they'll want to take it to a drop box, which different counties have slightly different rules about, but they I I will tell you that state law has changed over the last couple of years so that there will likely be fewer drop boxes in your community than there may have been in the past. And they'll all be only open when they can be monitored by elections officials. So, again, if that's what you're used to doing, it's just worth taking the time to verify with your county supervisor of elections if any of the rules have changed that affect how you're used to voting in Florida elections.
0: Hey, Jeff, does my party affiliation matter when I vote?
6: Well, it does in the primary here in Florida. So when you register to vote, as, as you know, here in Florida, you, you choose a party um, or you choose to be no party affiliated, uh, NPA as they're, they're referred to, um, and your ballot is gonna reflect which party you registered for. Now, if you are one of those independent, no party affiliated voters, you probably will still get a ballot because there are lots of local races that aren't necessarily partisan ones. So there may be judges or school boards or or local elected official races that you can still vote in, but you won't be able to vote in one of the party primaries for any of those uh, partisan offices if you're registered as no party affiliated. And if you're registered for one party, but you're actually more interested in what's going on in the other party, Unfortunately, you can't just uh, pick up their ballot. You would have had to have changed your party affiliation to be able to vote in somebody else's primary.
0: And as we just mentioned, Jeff, that deadline passed uh, this week. So you got to get on your toes, folks. Pay. You know, it's important now more than ever that we we exercise our rights to vote. People, you know this. I know this, Jeff. And I, I would think that any freedom, freedom-loving American would do the same. But we often have these questions, or people just are lazy. Like we even said, we get the ballot in the mail that we request, and we let it sit there, and we think we're going to just drop it off instead. You know, there's rules, and there's reasons for those rules. And this past election, uh, the the national one has got to be an example, if anything. Now, if I've requested in the past a vote-by-mail, can I vote in person on Election Day?
6: Good question, and you can. when you, If you haven't already voted, you can show up at the polling place, and they will just cancel your vote-by-mail ballot that must be sitting out there probably on your, your kitchen table <laughs> um, when you register or when you show up to vote in person. So you can still vote by mail or vote in person if you realize, oh, it's too late to put this in the mail, and I do want to make sure I vote. So that's a really good point. Likewise, also worth flagging that you can vote early in Florida. So in-person voting is available early. Again, it varies a little bit by county, but by August 13th, every county supervisor of election should have polling places open if you wanted to go vote in person, but early. So we do have multiple ways to vote, which is great. And it's also wonderful that the system is such that it will check to make sure you're not casting more than one vote in an election.
0: Ah, very, very important. What do you think, Jeff, uh, being that you're with the AARP and you are the Florida State Director, what do you think are the most important issues to the older population here?
6: Well, I think uh, certainly over the years we know uh, clearly, we hear it all the time, that when it comes to the federal races, things like Congress or Senate, It's issues like Social Security and Medicare, those programs that are really kind of the bedrock for retirement security that our members care about the most. But there are also things like healthcare costs that affect both the federal and the state level. And certainly right now, I think uh, near the top of many people's minds are the uh, the cost of everything, frankly. Inflation, housing in particular here in Florida has been a significant issue. We're hearing from members a lot about. And I suspect a lot of those issues may be ones that not only older voters, but voters of all ages care about. Wow.
0: OK. All right. Yeah, it does sound like, well, the regular issues of late. Uh, what about the power bills and things? I, I know the crunch has been hard for us working folks that are in that. But what about the retirees and the you know octogenarians that are trying to live on their own? Do we know of any of their issues, what they're dealing with?
6: you, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, I think, Melissa, for many people who are living from Social Security check to Social Security check, every dollar counts. And so, the fact that fuel prices have gone up may mean more to somebody who's doing a lot of driving than somebody who's mostly staying at home or who doesn't have to get back and forth to work. But the energy costs at home are really significant, especially in the summer heat when electricity bills tend to be higher. Those are issues that we're always monitoring at ARP and, and certainly trying to make sure that the Public Service Commission in Florida is regulating those utility companies so they're not overcharging. And it is, to your point, one that our members often come back to us and, and talk about and say, you know, we really want elected officials to pay attention to us, the consumer, and not just to the big companies that are producing the power.
0: Right. And then we move over to the food and the prices that have gone up 13, 15 percent in the last six, eight months since COVID. And I I just I worry that our older community is really suffering.
6: Yeah, absolutely. And we know this from past uh, economic downturns that there are a lot of folks in Florida, while people think of Florida retirees as people who are living large on the beach or on the golf course, there are so many older Floridians who really are just making it and they're in rental housing where the rent may be going up. They may be dealing with higher food costs. And, and certainly during the pandemic, we saw an uptick in older people who would show up at food pantries and, and food giveaways in order to just help make it uh, and help get by. I want to find one other thing real quick, too, actually, and that is over the last couple of years through COVID, we saw a lot of of unfortunate deaths in nursing homes due to the spread of COVID, but they also revealed what we've known for a while that nursing homes have really struggled to keep adequate staffing. And so we are hearing from members who are saying, we want to make sure that we're, doing, uh, we're getting all the help we can from the state to stay out of these places, to be able to, to age independently at home rather than have to rely on nursing homes that may not be able to have enough staff to take care of us. So we're actually hearing from voters who are really interested in, in what elected officials would do to make it easier to stay independent at home.
0: Oh perfect. yeah, this it's just so much that weighs in my mind. and I, and what you said there about the painted picture for people out of state who think we're all living high on the hog as we age down here, Wow, no, not true, actually. I see a lot of people who have companion animals, older folks who live mm-hmm. with just a pet, and that pet eats before they do. That pet may get the meals on wheels program that's provided. So there's just so many issues in AARP, is really trying to help out here. Right now, we're talking about the voting process, the changes that have happened. And uh, it, with that in mind, Jeff, where can our listeners get more information about that?
6: Well, the ARP has a website that has a lot of great information. You can go to arp.org slash so FLVOTES. So, F L V O T E S. There's actually an even easier way if you've got a cell phone that does text messaging, just text to 22777. The word FL votes, and it'll give you all the information you need about what the voting options are, when the deadlines are, what you need to do. So, again, it's 22777, and the word you text is FL votes.
0: That's fantastic. You know, Jeff, I always enjoy talking with you, it brings so much to light. And I just wanted to say for those of our listeners who are not older, Hopefully, someday you will, and you'll want stuff there so that you can live comfortably and not have to worry about where your next meal is coming from or because it's too hot, you can't pay your bills or what have you. And Jeff Johnson, just one of the folks that's out there looking out for you, aarp.org slash Florida slash FL Jeff, thank you so much. You know I love talking to you. We'll talk again soon.
6: Thanks so much for having me back.
0: You're listening to the Florida Roundtable on the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network.
1: When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
7: Work zones present many challenges that require all drivers to stay alert. When entering a work zone, drivers should obey speed limits, avoid distractions, and maintain extra space between other vehicles. It is important to give others room and never attempt to cut off large trucks or buses. Remember, they are not able to stop as quickly as smaller vehicles. As you travel through the state, be prepared to stop, reduce your speed, and move into open lanes as soon as possible. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles.
3: As a Marine, Jamie's team always had his back. Dr. Davis. As a civilian, when things got dark, they still did. Jamie was losing hope when he found the Florida Veterans Support Line. Connecting with his fellow veterans helped him get back on track. Now, he gets to pay that support forward as a Veteran Care Coordinator. Call one 844 my vet Confidential 24-7. Asking for help is hard. Call
1: me. I've been there. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Kronk witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea, to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? More confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You want to learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as The Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology.
5: We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies
8: and their minds.
4: We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there.
7: We all come
5: together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine... Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion, or your race, or because you have children or a disability.
0: It's so wrong.
5: Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, file a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it fair housing is your right use it to learn more visit hud.gov/fairhousing that's hud.gov/fairhousing or call 1-800-669-9777 1-800-669-9777 a public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance
0: it's the Florida Roundtable. I am Melissa Fox, and we have a tax holiday going on right now, sales tax. And I gotta tell you, it's very important to find out what the latest technical gear is before you send your kids back to school this year. It's not gonna be the same for everybody, I'm gonna tell you that. But what doesn't change is the importance of returning back to campus with high tech and the right tech. So let's go ahead and talk to the person who knows it all, Andrea Smith. Hello. hey, Good to have you along.
8: (laughs) Hello, Melissa. It's good to chat with you again.
0: Always. You know, for those of you who don't know Andrea Smith, obviously you've been under a rock because this is an award-winning news and, and technology journalist. You have been all over ABC News forever, and now you do NBC News and Parenting Bite podcasts, and you just do a ton of stuff. I see you all the time. Uh, are you ever going to stop, slow down? You going to slow down, lady? <laughs> <laughs> no, never.
8: Never. That would not be exciting. Never.
0: Okay, so Andrea, as I started out, we have the sales tax holiday here in Florida where people can go out and buy the gear and such and, and all that. And uh, I just want to know what tech items are kind of the must-have so people spend their money appropriately here for this next school year.
8: Well- that is great that you've got that sales tax holiday because this is the time for back to school shopping because there's a lot of deals out there so let me just start with that one tech item which is that every kid needs whatever age they are you know if they need um middle school high school college everyone needs a laptop and one that helps to maximize productivity Samsung's Galaxy Chromebook 2 360 is a laptop and tablet in one stylish lightweight device. It's packed with features. It's got a 360-degree touchscreen display. It has a full HD webcam, so in case you need to do remote learning or meetings. It's got fast Wi-Fi capability, and since it runs on Google's Chrome operating system, it's got built-in security with automatic updates, so students never have to worry. Now, this laptop starts at 429 but there's also a 10% discount right now for students and parents. So couple that with your tax holiday, and this is the time to go by.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, do you have any other uh, maybe at-home learning tools you can focus on, uh, Andrea?
8: Sure, because, you know, it's so important to keep younger kids actively engaged in learning. And Osmo's Genius Starter Kit for kids ages 6 to 10 really makes learning fun. There's five games that help with math, reading, spelling, drawing, problem solving. It's all hands-on. Kids actually draw objects or they arrange these physical game pieces in real life. And then they interact with the characters in the digital world. It really makes it a lot of fun. You can find this at Walmart, Target, and Amazon
0: you have any tips for those prepping for the first day of school? And I mean the parents. How do we let go of these children and let them go and learn? Well,
8: <laughs> well I don't know how you let go of them, but you certainly <laughs> need to let go of them and let them go learn. But I know that college uh, parents of college students, they, they do get a little worried about the dorms, right? Like they're small, they're crowded, especially with everything going on. So I recommend an air purifier like the Ares by iRobot Air Light. It cleans the air in 15 minutes of microscopic pollutants like dust, pollen, and smoke. It's great to have if you live in wildfire areas because, you know, sometimes it it makes the the air a little clogged. It's got a HEPA filtration system, a completely sealed design, and you'll get air quality updates on the mobile app. So, you know, everyone can breathe just a little bit easier. And then no matter how old your kids are, if they have a device you know it needs power so you can never have enough otterbox fast charge power banks these portable batteries are lifesavers there's never enough power for the devices these kids carry around with them Mm -hmm. they come in sleek styles rugged styles you can throw them in your bag they're lightweight and because they're capable of fast charging you only need a little time to top off your phone before going to the next class and my personal favorite is the MagSafe portable battery that attaches to the back of your phone so you always know where it is. These power banks range in size from 5,000 to 20,000 milliamps. That just means how many times over they're gonna charge your device. And I'm telling ya, get one for each kid.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Most definitely. Now, we mentioned, Andrea, uh, about the tax holiday. It's called the back-to-school tax holiday here in Florida. It started back on Monday, July 25th, and it runs all the way through next weekend, Sunday, August 7th. And it really is a great opportunity to get a break so that you can get the items your kids need, so much so, uh, that are going to keep them at their best, their competitive level, their learning. And it's just so awesome andrea that you have mixed in a 10 percent discount for uh this tech gear and that tech gear but i want you to do it again for me we are talking with tech expert andrea smith you know her from all kinds of award-winning news and technology stuff she's a journalist she's a pod podcaster now you you really are out there uh but i want you to recap it all for my for my people who make you know not everybody tunes in from the beginning so What do we got? Let's lay it out there, and then where do we go for more information?
8: (laughs) Well, definitely you want to get a laptop for your students. The most important thing, and the one I like this year, is that Samsung Galaxy Chromebook 2 360, and that's the one that's got a 10% discount for students and parents right now. And really, there's a lot of back-to-school specials going on right now, so this is the time to look for them. And for the younger kids, ages 6 to 10, that Osmo Genius Starter Kit is great, it really makes learning fun. In fact, my, my producer uses it, um, her daughter uses it, and she says that her daughter really struggled with math, and it's really made a big difference, so wow. I was happy to hear that. Um, Air Purifier, the AeRis by iRobot Air Light, that's the makers of the iRobot Roomba Vacuum, so they make great products. And, of course, everybody, including you, needs an <laughs> OtterBox fast-charge power bank. So no excuse. You know, if, you, if I call my son and he says my phone ran out of battery, I'm oh. like, no, sorry. Oh. That, that's not an excuse. Ah. <laughs> Never a good excuse. No, not acceptable anymore.
0: Not ex- So tell us a little bit about this. Uh, the co-host, uh, You co-host this weekly Parenting Bites podcast. I know we had mentioned it uh, in past interviews, but go ahead and give yourself a little love. <laughs>
8: So um, it's been on for a couple of years now called Parenting Bites. And, um, you know, we started it to talk about what it was like raising kids in the digital age, raising this generation of kids who are, you know, smarter than us in technology and all the things that you need to do to raise smart, savvy, technologically savvy kids. Um, So, yeah, it's been been quite interesting. You know, I, I have to say I'm. Very grateful that my son is older and and not a teenager using social media right now because i I can't think of anything more important than teaching your kids to understand how to use technology and how to use social media and what to share and what not to share
0: right and Andrea when you say that you were right you and I we didn't grow up with this immediacy we didn't grow up with people bullying on a social media platform you went home from school there might be a little gathering on the bus or at the bus stop and then pfft, we all went our separate ways now it's 24 7 and if you have a situation sometimes with another child you know, or another student in your school, it can really blow up because people, kids don't know how to act on the, on the social media. So it's good that you're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, man. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be a kid right now either.
8: (laughs) I wouldn't want to be a kid right now or the parent of a, you know, teenage girl, because it's, it's tough. It really is. The body I really applaud all the ones who, who say, you know, no phone until you're, you know, a certain age and, and really restrict, restrict the, um, the usage because, um, I think, in the end those those kids really wind up thanking their parents
0: I hope so, and you see, you you reference teenage girls you're right andrea uh the body shaming, the filters that are not fake, not understanding perhaps that people only show their best side, not their own true self on the social it's It's a lot to navigate, it really is. So, um, where can we go for more information on all of these wonderful things the Chromebook, the Osmo Genius, the Otterbox charging devices, the air purifier? I'm especially uh, interested in that one because we always have that fire season here in Florida.
8: Yeah, yeah, this would be really great. Um, you can go over to d6news.com forward slash back to school.
0: Okay, say that again D6 News, and that's
8: just d6news.com forward slash back to school
0: all right perfect Andrea Smith always a pleasure I love it when you come and bring us the latest things to talk about I'm sure the next one will be somewhere around the holidays we'll talk about the hottest gifts and things you, you love to do that one I'm
8: sure we will <laughs> I look forward to it Melissa thank you
0: yeah you got it it's always a pleasure talking to you Andrea Smith in the house easing us into the school year with the latest information on tech gear thank you so much we'll do it again soon Andrea thank
8: you
0: You're listening to the Florida Roundtable. For replays or podcasts, go to the free iHeartRadio app and download Florida Roundtable. This is the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Stay right there. We'll be right back. It's Melissa Fox. Wanted to give you a little more information about the 2022 back-to-school sales tax holiday, which we are now in the middle of. It ends on Sunday, August 7th, and during this time frame, qualifying items are exempt from tax, including clothing, footwear, certain accessories, price tag under hundred bucks or less per item, and certain school supplies with a sales price of fifty dollars or less. Plus, you've got learning aids, jigsaw puzzles under thirty bucks. Now, here's the big one: personal Computers and certain computer related accessories with sale price under $1,500 when purchased for non commercial, home,
7: or personal use do you use viagra or cialis have you been thinking about trying viagra or cialis what if we could promise you the same results for less than two dollars a pill if you're paying twenty dollars a pill for viagra you're being taken to the cleaners our pill delivers the exact same results for less than two dollars we'll do the math for you you save more than sixteen dollars a pill for the same results want more we'll give you 45 blue pills or 45 yellow pills for 99 dollars and add five more pills free you save more than five
3: Living with a body of water right outside your home sounds delightful. Until these boogers start showing up. Mosquitoes aren't just annoying. They can carry deadly diseases like Zika and West Nile virus. But with Summit Mosquito Dunks, you can have your pond without all the worry. Simply drop a Summit Mosquito Dunk into standing water and kill mosquito larvae for 30 days or longer. Mosquito Dunks are harmless to people, pets, fish, and wildlife. So it's just that that stop hanging around.
2: That's 800-398-0651.
0: You just think it can't get any hotter in the state of Florida. And you're probably right. I hope you're right. Let's just say that. But heat illness, summer safety, all these things, including emergency preparedness tips. we got some planning steps all on the docket with my next guest from Optum. Dr. Stevens, good to have you with us. How are you today? I'm doing great. It's great to be here. How about some of the warning signs of heat-related illnesses and then maybe what we should do if we see these warning signs?
9: The biggest signs that I usually recommend are looking for temperatures that won't come down. So body temperatures, 103 degrees, Uh, just not coming down on its own, Um, anybody who's confused, who's been out in the sun or in the heat, obviously if someone passes out, any nausea or vomiting after heat exposure, and then a lot of people don't realize that if you get too hot, your sweating mechanism actually can fail. So if someone actually has stopped sweating, that can be a huge problem. I think a lot of people, when they see someone who's overheated their initial plan is get them something to drink, get them something to drink. So this is the person who you do not want to give anything to drink. Um, because they may actually pass out and vomit and choke on their own uh vomit. So we want them to get cool, but then we want to get them somewhere where they can get help. So get that person to a hospital right away. But you can cool someone, put them in an ice bath, cool compresses, remove hot clothing. Um, Heat exhaustion would be the next uh, level where it may even happen several days after the high temperature exposure. And we see this a lot with people who are a little bit older uh, where they just can't seem to get regulated afterwards. Um, So it's going to be more of that heavy sweating, maybe even nausea or vomiting. shouldn't last more than an hour, but if it does, then that person also needs some help and once again it's the cool place, get the hot clothes off, get help if you need to. Some less concerning versions would be more of your heat cramps, heat rash, heat cramping is that muscle spasms usually because electrolytes have gotten out of balance and you know you're looking at your electrolyte solutions, coconut water, just replacing those minerals and salts that have been lost but no we don't recommend that people take salt tablets in those situations cuz that can really affect blood levels. Um, Heat rash would be the last one. We usually see that in kids. It's kind Mm -hmm. of a, you know, if anyone's heard of like prickly heat, uh, and it's just a really fine red rash that can occur particularly over the torso and the trunk, armpits, places that like to sweat.
0: Right. And what would you do for that uh, to treat that? So
9: just once again, cool, dry place. You can put some powder if uh, someone wants to use a little bit of baby powder um, or even just Cornstarch to help kind of keep things dry. Isn't that neat? The doctor took it down to
0: cornstarch, something my great grandma used to say. <laughs> that and witch hazel, always keep that in the cupboard. Got it. yeah We're talking with Dr. <laughs> Amber Stevens. She's a family doctor with Optum. And uh, summer safety, let's move on to summer safety. Uh, medications, I know this in particular, some of my medications don't play well with mother son. Um exactly. And all of a sudden I'll notice that my I get I'm getting my skin is getting irritated, itchy, red, uncomfortable. What other symptoms too?
9: So the classics are gonna be your if you know, we got two terms. You got a photo allergy versus phototoxicity. Um but photo allergies are like a true allergic reaction. People will get Uh, Sometimes even hives and welts, and that may happen several days after, but more people will experience that phototoxicity where just they get kind of almost looks like a sunburn, um, or it can just be like a real fine red rash, uh, and it's usually a few hours right after sun exposure, Uh, and it is the medications directly that cause it.
0: Yeah, now you should just read your label because the first thing I did was say, well, what am I taking that's new? Look at it, and there it says, stay away from prolonged yep. exposure to sunlight dirt. But, again, you know, Absolutely. we live, the we pharmacy learn. Pharmacy
9: makes sure. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So water safety tips. Give me the top three for this summer, will you?
9: So really your top three water safety tips. Number one, far and wide is know how to swim. Okay, that is the number one thing you can do to protect yourself, protect those around you, Uh, teach your children how to swim. Learning how to swim is the number one thing. And then when you're in a situation where you could get thrown off the board, where you could lose consciousness if you get injured, you need to wear a life jacket. So items like boating, paddle boarding, jet skiing, those you've got to have a life jacket on. And truly... uh, I always tell people: pool toys are not life jackets. No. Okay. Floaties are not life jackets. You want something that says that it is Coast Guard approved as a life jacket sort of device. So and, that does make a difference. And, and you, then, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going
0: to say, and mostly anything that's meant to actually protect uh, to protect you in the water is going to be a canvas, a much heavier material than just some sort of a thin plastic. But I could be wrong. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Good. I got born and raised yeah. on an island. Still can't swim really well, which would explain my <laughs> knowledge of life jackets. Um, <laughs> nature's out there. How do I protect myself? Skeeters, spiders, snakes. Oh,
9: my. Oh, my. Oh, my is right. And it is Florida. We have lots of oh, my. <laughs> so definitely knowing where you're going to be traveling. So if you're going somewhere where there are those lovely items and mm. Uh, insects and whatnot. We want to make sure that you are protecting yourself appropriately, uh, vaccinating if it's, if it's what should be done, yellow fever, those kinds of things. If you're going somewhere where malaria may be an issue, talking to your doctor about malaria prevention. And then just when you're there, making sure you're using a insect repellent. Um, recommend you can spray it on your skin, but if you're going somewhere where you really might get bit by mosquitoes or some other insect, wearing long pants, socks, shoes that go up over your ankle that you know really provide that extra protection, and then spraying the insect repellent directly on your clothing, you can actually get a higher concentration for better effect. Plus, ah. closed-toed shoes, you're less likely yeah. to get bit or injured. And when you start talking about snakes and spiders and scorpions, they really like to hide near or underneath rocks. So you don't want to be running around with bare feet, and you want to make sure that you're being cautious about where you're at and where you're stepping. Um, and then definitely, you know, we have a lot of ticks around, uh, particularly in the south, uh, not even so much in Florida, but definitely anywhere there's a lot of green, we've got ticks, and all throughout the United States. Sure. And really just chewing a good check. Before you go anywhere, make sure you head to toe. Make sure you don't have any of those critters trying to hide and get a free ride, free meal. We are
0: talking with Dr. Amber Stevens from Optum. And, you know, we do a lot of hurricane preparedness uh, in in the Florida News and Entertainment Network. is kind of what we do. We want to make sure that people are are aware of what they should do in an emergency. But when we think outside of natural disasters, what other potential emergency situations should we worry about?
9: So, you know, truthfully, I think the last two years has brought to light a lot of that to the general population. I mean, everyone thinks about natural disasters like hurricanes and tornadoes and floods. But I believe we've all really seen what can happen when supply chains get affected secondary to, you know, like the pandemic that's happened in the last two years with places getting shut down, medications not being accessible uh, production being slowed, food being limited in places. I mean, for the love of all the holy, there was a toilet paper shortage. So being prepared is more than just a natural disaster. It's, it's having a good supply kit for about three days for everybody in your home, and that includes medications, food, water, first aid, even batteries, battery backups for medical products. Those are very important things to consider that it's not necessarily just going to be, hey, a hurricane came through and knocked out the power for a few days. It it could be we couldn't get your prescriptions because there's a backup. And so now you have a three day supply at home that's going to hold you over until they can get it in.
0: So, and you you would take these considerations too, folks. If you've got young children in the house, or perhaps you're responsible for an older adult, the medication uh, alone is is going to be life saving. You know that. So, where do we go Absolutely. for more information, Dr. Stevens?
9: So, in regards to traveling and travel preparedness, I always recommend patients go to the CDC. They've got the most updated information, uh, particularly when you talk about specific locations. Uh, Coast Guard has great rep, uh, information on preventing drowning, um, as does the CDC, and the CDC actually has lots of really wonderful information on heat-related illnesses as well.
0: Perfect. We've been talking with Dr. Amber Stevens from Optum. And I'm learning so much. A lot of it I knew, but there's always more to learn or to remember or remind yourself with. Thanks again for sharing your expertise with us about not only heat illness, summer safety, and emergency preparedness, Dr. Stevens.
9: Of course. Thank you for having me.
0: You got it. You're listening to the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. This is the Florida Roundtable.
3: If asked, many Christians would tell you that prayer is a big part of their lives. However, if someone looked at your life and how you spend your time, would that statement really be true? If we're honest with ourselves, the topic of prayer can be very convicting. So be honest, is prayer a priority? A real priority? When you get up in the morning, is spending time alone with God as important as checking your smartphone? In today's hectic world, it's so easy to rush into our day without giving much thought to God or to prayer but starting the day with prayer centers our hearts on what really matters. Perhaps it's time you started putting God into your morning routine. I guarantee that he has something more important to say in his word than your smartphone or social media or email. Take a moment to start your day right by starting it with God. This is Bryant Wright,
2: speaking right from my heart.
4: Visit rightfromtheheart.org and click devotions to read the daily devotion and send to a friend.
6: Two degrees every minute.
3: That's how fast a car heats up in the Florida sun. And cracking a window open does very little to keep the vehicle cool. A child's body temperature can rise three to five times faster than adults. Never leave a child or a pet unattended in a vehicle, even for a short period of time. If you see a child or pet locked in a car, take immediate action and call 911. Every time you leave your vehicle, check for kids and pets. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station's management, ownership, or sponsors. For questions or comments, write to floridaroundtable at fnnonline.net.